Pomanjika, Hari Mai, welcome to the Voices of Regen podcast, a space for unapologetically bold conversations about regenerative business. Uh, my name is Matt Sykes, and along with Claire Wilds here, we're uh, super excited to be kickstarting a new series which is focused on market conditions for impact. So I guess to give it some context, we wanted to create this, this prelude. And really, let's face it, conversations around economic systems change can be pretty heavy, pretty dry, and, and quite inaccessible. Um, whereas we flip that to maybe talking about the soil conditions of your home veggie patch, and suddenly that's a little bit more uh, engaging. Um, but the thing is, is that the soil of your home veggie patch and the the conditions in which businesses and organisations are trying to do their, their systems change work in uh, are super similar and very related. And what we're seeing is that in order to create uh, the ultimate impact by working with leaders and organisations individually we also and collectively, we also need to see and assess what are the conditions that they're growing in. So here we are stepping into this lively terrain of things like procurement, governance, investment, budgeting, reporting, maybe even a, a little bit of uh, job design and creation. All of these contributing factors that add to the potential thriving uh, of regional economies and that are creating these diverse net benefits or social, ecological and economic returns for their communities. So. Claire, what's your take on this upcoming series that we're about to embark on? Yeah, Matt, I think this is a really exciting series, um, particularly because having worked in the consulting world for the last few years, um, focusing on working with organisations that are trying to do better in the world, do more good, um, particularly for the environment and society, and also figure out how to run a financially viable business at the same time. There's been this ongoing discussion about how do we balance all of those different things. And I think um, recognizing that a successful business can operate in a way that benefits society and the environment. And um, also recognizing that those market conditions that you mentioned, things like investment, um, you know, budgeting, reporting, procurement, governance, all that kind of stuff is a really useful way to balance that financial resilience and positive impact at the same time. I think it's really easy to just assume that organizations need to flip themselves into some sort of social enterprise model or, you know, start something totally new, you know, think about charitable models, all that kind of thing. And I think this regenerative, um, there's these new conversations around regeneration and regenerative business, I think are really exciting because it gives us the opportunity to say, well, how can a business or an organization use its existing activities when it comes to things like procurement, investment, budgeting, reporting to create a more regenerative model? So it's about tweaking or refining what businesses are already doing rather than starting something completely new. And I think in that sense, I would be really curious to see if we see a whole system change where we, you know, organizations don't need to be grouped so so solidly into these buckets of I'm a profit-making business, I'm a, you know, purpose-led charity or social enterprise, to think that all organizations can be achieving um, that balance and of being resilient when it comes to financial sustainability and also positive impact. 
um, and yeah, succeeding in the sort of um, in that regenerative economy in a system that maybe works better for everyone. So that's what I'm most excited about when it comes to this new series. Yeah, I, I think the way that you you hint at that succession and evolution of these movements, Claire, is really, I think that's really important to, to think about because we're seeing, you know, movements like B Corp, there's, you know, different activations like 1% for the planet. We're seeing donut economics come through. SDGs have been around for a long while and all of these things are moving and tickling, ticking through, but they also seem to have their own life cycle and role in the bigger movement. So I love that idea that these things start to become normalized where we don't have to differentiate them from the status quo. They become part of the status quo. And then there's another thing on the horizon that we that we work towards. So just to get a, a little bit of a, a glimpse of, at the kinds of things that, that you might expect in this series, think of, of leaders, of course, as always from Aotearoa and Australia, but also think of hearing some perspectives from people in other regions around the world. To give you a, an example there, Regeneration Projects is involved with an initiative called the Regen uh, Regional Impact Trade Alliance, and that emerged out of a collaboration between Melbourne and Mendoza uh, and cross-sector or multi-sector organisations exploring the way that trade can create reciprocal social, ecological and economic benefits between the two regions. That's since expanding into conversations with regions like Copenhagen, Tel Aviv, Umbria in Italy, uh, Brazil, Uruguay, a whole range of different places. So we'd love to start to bring these voices and some of these extended networks into these conversations, as well as uh, the people that we're working uh, in grassroots organisations here in uh, Nam, Melbourne, Victoria and, and Australia. So we're about to set off on a journey. There'll be a series of somewhere between five and, and seven episodes. So please stay tuned. Uh, any final thoughts for you, from you, Claire? Yeah, I think one thing, um, one thing to add that I'm super excited about when it comes to this new series is this idea of providing practical actions that people can take to support regeneration. I think a lot of these models around regeneration are brilliant and cool. They're also really high level. So think about things like the um, donut model and, and that kind of thing. It's very conceptual. And so I hope that through this series, we can bring some really practical steps that people can take when it comes to the operations of the organization so that it's more about translating regeneration into action rather than staying at that really high level. We can get into the nitty gritty and think about how how people can take steps to support a regenerative economy so mm. that's the final final word from me yeah brilliant and 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 right on uh with that because I, I think more and more people are looking to the how we've established that the need is there um and so what's great is that from regeneration project side and other initiatives that are, are building momentum is that we're now developing clear case studies that we can learn from and that we can start to scale and replicate which is great and connected to those case studies and new jobs you know being created new organizations being created uh, we were just talking about that uh, offline about seeing you know regen managers impact managers um, you know conveners of, of different region initiatives starting to emerge so it is getting real and uh, that's the fun part. So please join us on this journey as we explore the market conditions for impact. Uh, we look forward to having you, um, yeah, uh, share 
and, and engage with us along the way. Keep an eye out. Talk yeah. more soon.